Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Podcast on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook, Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast on Google Plus, and, and we are mail at ivypod.com for email. Let's go. Okay, sorry. I got a little flustered there. <laughs> What's up, Clayton? Not too much. How's it going, John? Not much. I am, uh, I'm going to warn everybody here. Not that I'm the, a, a good talker in any way, but I am probably going to be even worse than I normally am tonight. Just because I was on the road for like yesterday morning at 8 a.m. for like an, the next 26 hours of driving, so... I'm a little loopy tonight. So when did you get back? This morning? Got back this afternoon, like around 5. Really? It was horrible. Did you stay in a hotel? Yes. Oh. But see, that was the story. It's like, you know, we went to visit family down in Florida and coming back. And well, of course, right now is spring break for lots of places. Yes, sir. It is. High schools and stuff. And so it turns out uh, everybody was driving back to the Midwest. Oh. Yesterday. I mean, I have never seen anything like this. It was crazy. I'm telling you from Tampa Bay, Florida all the way to Nashville, Tennessee, it was the, I mean, just packed. The highways were just packed with cars really? nonstop. It, I've never seen anything like it. It was insane. I would have lost it. Uh yeah, we were we were on the edge there because we decided around like 1030 at night. We were like, okay, that's cool. We're, we're going to call, you know, throw, throw in the flag or throw in the towel for tonight mm-hmm. and uh, let's, let's get a room. So then of course, you know, we stop at the exit. Okay. It's booked up around Atlanta. Okay, fine. Of we'll course. go to the next one. Uh, yeah. So you it know, took you all day to get from Tampa to do Atlanta? Yeah. It took us like eight hours just to get out of Florida, which it should have only taken about uh, took about uh, four or five hours, maybe. Okay. Oh, I've never been to that. Eight, state. It I, it I was insane. Yeah. So anyway, we spent four hours trying to find a hotel. So yeah, that, at that point, where you like, we could have just kept driving. We, <laughs> you would have you would have made it to like I don't know around uh, Southern Illinois. Maybe. We were close to doing that. We we thought about it, but uh, yeah, just for our own sanity and and just for Amanda and us, you know, myself not killing each other, mm-hmm. uh, we just decided to get a place. But it was uh it was pretty rough. So cool. Did anybody flash you on, on, along the way? All the spring breakers acting crazy. No. No beer bongs or anything that you saw on the way. Nothing fun like that. But no. No. You gotta ask. You know. <laughs> But I, I knew some other people that were in Florida this week too, which is kind of funny. So I was thought it was a, must have been a good week for vacations. It was. It was a good time. Good time. So what do we got going this week, John? We got lots of stuff going. Got lots of stuff. Do you want to tell us what it is? No, no. <laughs> um, let's see. We are going to follow up from previous shows on some of the topics we've talked about before. We mentioned. Well, we're going we're gonna to hit up on some of the old stuff. We're going to talk about Frisbee golf. We're going to talk about 
disc golf, John. Disc disc golf. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I'm 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 okay. Sorry. Let me reframe. Let's restart. Let's restart. Okay. Disc golf. We're going to talk about disc golf. We're going to talk about lights. We're going to talk about pollution. Yes, we're going to talk about uh, some wrestling. Wrestling. Wrestling, and we're going to talk about racing. Racing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and maybe fill in the cracks along the way with other random stuff. Sounds good. So let's kick it off. I dig. What do you want to hit on first? Well, because we, we have some, we have two events that are coming up, right? We have the the Speedway at Moselle opens, and there is a big event for the local Dreamwave Wrestling, correct? Right. So we've talked about Dreamwave before, so we'll come back to that in just a little bit. Well, uh, let's let's talk about the the racing real quick. Their big weekend is yeah, like you said, that's coming up. So if you're listening this weekend, the season, yeah. So that's the uh, what is that? The eighth. Yes. Yes, I think so. Let me mm-hmm. bring up their page real quick here. They begin their... Seventh. Is it? Sorry. That's okay. Five days, 21 hours away. They've got a countdown on their website. It's pretty cool. LaSalleSpeedway.com. Yeah, their season is starting. Uh, and I'm kind of excited about this. I know my family, we've gone to last year especially. We went to a lot of these things, um, I, which is kind of weird because I'm not much of a racer fan racing fan like nascar you're not, and all that you're kind not of stuff a wrencher, really although you can work on vehicles yeah yeah uh i have but but yeah i've never really got into watching racing on tv other than maybe back in the day with my dad watching the indy 500 yeah i always used to watch that too not so much anymore no 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 but uh but you know so we were looking for something to do a couple of years ago and we decided to go out to the lasalle speedway check it out and mm-hmm. ever since we went to go see it we've been going back a lot because it's it's a good time. And it's mm-hmm. it's just a fun way to spend a weekend, uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're starting back up. We were sad to see them go when last season ended, but yeah, so we're looking forward to this coming up. We we're con- conflicted though because the Dream Wave is the same day. Uh, but I think since uh, their season is like a weekly type thing, I'll probably uh, just check them out the next week. Mm-hmm. No, I, I it, and it, just a brief little history lesson on them because I know maybe people don't know this. Uh, they started way back in 1947. It was called the Tri City Speedway. It closed down relatively quickly. Uh, just there wasn't a lot of interest. Then the area became a cow milking center. Then for, in for two years. For two mm. years, yeah. Uh, Fertile soil. In 51, it became a drive-in theater, which is recognizable today because if you drive by, you see that big, big, uh, the billboard type sign is still there where they actually projected the image for the theater. So that's still there. What Um, was the last movie they played? Well, let me think. What is Herbie Rides Again? That's correct. It was on uh, November 13th, 1973. That was a nugget we pulled off the internet, so it could be wrong. But, <laughs> it could be. Uh, <laughs> that, there, that's funny, though, that I always, it always felt like that place was a drive-in not that long ago. Because every time you drive by, you know what I mean? Like, you, do, you wouldn't guess that it closed in 1973. I would have guessed it closed in, like, 1984. You know what I mean? Yeah, thought the same thing. I, I, it looks, you would have thought by now they would have tore that thing down. But uh, still there. And then it reopened as a speedway in 91, correct? Correct. The Izzo family uh, of Izzo Construction, they bought it 
and turned it into a... They had their first race in the summer of 92 with a soapbox derby car race. They expanded. They've had you know numerous reconstructions and renovations over the last decade or so. Uh, they brought the seating from 250 to over 1,000 people can now go to one of these events. Right. What's a, isn't Soapbox Derby like the wooden car as you race downhill? See, when I read that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, when I think of Soapbox it, Derby, that's exactly what I'm thinking. So I'm not exactly sure. Maybe that's a typo here, or I'm just not maybe knowledgeable. Maybe tell, tell us what that is. Yeah, racing fans out there, please help us out. Sure. Uh, they do They do a pretty good job of getting their product out there. It seems like they're, they're always pretty busy. You know, they're, again, if they if they were having trouble, they wouldn't be opening anymore, but... They do discounted tickets for children, and you know if you can if you if it's a fun thing you can take your kids to it's going to work out. And it seems like it it is so. That's why yeah that was one of the main reasons that we decided to start going because you know my boys they love like Hot Wheels cars that's like their favorite toy in the world so we thought do you, well do you have them wear ear protection when they're out there? Oh yeah okay. yeah excuse me yeah definitely it's very loud I mean. That's part of the the cool thing. I mean, oh yeah, you can feel it. You really can. It is seriously loud. So yeah, if you're bringing kids, if you don't have those earplugs, you can squeeze and stick into their ears. Even better, you know, places like Farm and Fleet they carry those, uh, like the real headsets that you can. They look like headphones. Mm-hmm. The earmuff, whatever. Right. Yeah. That's probably better. And actually, because we've gone so many times, I've considered getting those. Um, because it is. It's really loud, and not only that, but uh. It's not a bad idea to have, like, goggles, too, uh, for a kid. Um, oh, really? Because it gets really dusty. It's like a clay track. And by the end of the night, you know, on a warm, you know, summer day where it's, you know, it's really just dry part of the season, mm-hmm. uh, that tracking by the end of the night get really dusty. And, you know, they're kicking up lots of dirt, lots of dust, or not dirt, but the clay, and it'll splatter all over you. And you can get it in your eyes. I know I... I just wearing my glasses, I'm usually pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh, you'll get it depending on, and it depends where you sit too. If you sit in like a low spot or even low to middle area in the middle of the stadium, you can really get slammed with the with the dust as those cars come around the turns. So hmm. kids might want the goggles as well. Good advice there, John. No problem. Anything else on the uh, racetrack? I don't think so. You mentioned that they have uh, discounted rates for kids. They also have fan appreciation nights where you can get discounted tickets in general. I know that well, they're... What has, does it cost? I mean, for you have two two kids and, and you, you and your wife, what do you spend? You know, 40, 40 bucks? Uh, no, I think if I remember correctly... Jeez, no, it's, I've already forgot. I, I think it's only like 10 bucks to get in. Oh, okay. Uh, unless I'm thinking of the fan appreciation nights. Let me see. Bring that up. General info. I'm going to their website, LaSalleSpeedway.com. They actually have a pretty nice site. It seems to be pretty functional. has yes. pretty much everything you need off it. Yeah, just here, just some brief info. Uh, just here's their times. Uh, their pits open up at 4. The grandstands open up at 5. They are They race at 7.30. Adults tickets are ten bucks. Kids are free, eleven and under. Skybox tickets are fifteen bucks. Hmm. Uh, they've got some other things here they too. They got a Twitter handle too, or is that just a hashtag? Yeah, no, they do. They got they're they're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. The whole shebang. So mm. check them out. Yeah, 
How many followers do you think they got? Ooh, they got more than we do. <laughs> oh, I bet they do. Yeah. 234, which is uh, good for them. not bad. For them. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else here to see. If you haven't if you haven't been to one, it's worth checking it out. Even if you're not a racing fan, I recommend it. Uh, it's really cool to see those cars come around the tracks because they are going so fast. They're, they're like sliding around the turns. It's like borderline out of control sliding. It's like controlled craziness. It's it's neat to see those things go around the turns. Cool. You can get actually an idea of it. There's a YouTube page out there, McKinney Multimedia. It's a racer. Actually, he created his own HD uh, page on YouTube where he shows video from inside his car. Oh, but neat. It's kind of neat, but it doesn't. It, it gives you an idea, but it doesn't completely capture it because, you know, nothing quite captures it if you're not there. But right. check it out if you mm-hmm. want. Cool. And check out the LaSalle Speedway. <laughs> Anything else? We, so you, we also, you're, you were torn probably between going to the Speedway and then hitting up the Dreamwave event, right? Definitely, or, definitely, yeah, because have been looking forward to that. We didn't get to go to the last one that they had, mm-hmm. but uh, they're having their big show anniversary three at the Knights of Columbus, Saturday, April 7th, the same day. Uh, Their doors open at 6. The fighting starts at 7. Their big matchup is Austin Roberts versus Nick Brubaker. And they have a fatal four-way match I'm looking forward to. They got, uh, see, Bose, Martino, 450, and Rose. Rose is a dude I've mentioned before in the previous podcast. I've got a grudge match here. The Rocket or Rocket versus Ali. Uh, they got a whole bunch of matches. Uh, it should be a good night. Good night of wrestling. 12 bucks. Go see it. And not only that, but for the adults, the over 21 listeners out there, you can go the night before, uh, Friday night, at uh, Two Fools in LaSalle. They're going to actually have a adult show that night really right in the bar what does that mean well i mean <laughs> I, i'm just saying adult i don't know adult oh, that's adult only cool. i guess There'll i mean be, um, adult beverages all around probably. yeah that's all i mean yeah that's that's it cool. but yeah that there'll be a pre-show on the night before at two fools bar there so that'd oh, be that's pretty... neat hold on here a second i'm gonna click this I had to click that button here real quick yeah so check them out it should be uh i'll i'll have more i'm hoping to go uh, if not to both, at least I'm planning to go to the one on Saturday. So cool. I will have more to report on this next time. Cool. You know, I still have to get out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll be soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um, they have a link. I'm going to share it from our Ivy Pod site on Facebook and maybe even Twitter too. But they have a, there's a link out for Dreamwave right now that there's a, like a poll that's going on for like what's the one of the poll questions is what's the best uh, wrestling promotion of the year in the Illinois or something like that and you can vote for Dreamwave so oh okay if you're interested I would recommend giving them your vote do how how are we doing on time John we are doing just fine okay i think so now we're we're for sure that Kid Rock is coming to play the Peru airport is that that's, correct? That's the word. That's the confirmed word from all the local radio stations. That that doesn't seem right, does it? <laughs> I, I, I didn't think that he fell off the mainstream that quickly. But maybe maybe they're just booking big acts. 
I think they're just, hey, be, let's be optimistic here and just uh, say that they're just getting bigger acts. He's going to sing that one song where he rips off um, uh, <laughs> Warren Zevon, the Werewolves of London. I always get pissed when he, they play that uh, all that all summer long song. You know what I'm talking about? Which one is that? It's, uh, it's, you know, the one where he steals from um, Leonard Skinner, and, and then the very beginning is oh. he rips off Warren Zevon. Okay, yep. And I always think it's going to be the cool Werewolves of London song, which I actually like. And then, no, it's not. It's it's this piece of crap song that he came <laughs> out with where he steals all the riffs from other artists. So, yes, I know you are not a fan of Kid No, Rock. he can go to hell. I don't like him <laughs> at all. <laughs> Some of his older stuff was okay, the bow with the bow and whatnot, but beyond that. yeah. I don't mind him that much. Me I mean, neither, actually. I he's okay. I'm a little hard on him. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not uh, a big fan, but I don't, I don't mind some of his stuff. No. I that, hear his. He I guess, popular. you know, after, since I'm forced to listen to a lot of country music, I don't mind when his songs come on because he does have a little more rock in his right. music. Right. And he was popular the year we graduated from high school, John. Yeah. I remember, right? Yeah, he was. I have some memories that I'd rather not share on here of his song getting played where I, I just, for some reason they really stuck in my head. And it was like an, uh, one of those awkward nights where you're, you really just wanted to go home, but somehow you got caught up in a place you didn't want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with Kid Rock? It, it, the songs with uh, Pisha, actually. It's his fault. He was oh. playing them. <laughs> <laughs> the bow with the bow. Jiggy Jiggy or whatever it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting a little goofy. I just, I just, I thought that was a still. It's hard for me to fathom why he would come to the Illinois Valley, but hey, if they're paying him enough money, good for him. Yeah, and of course, it'll always go to a good cause. I'm not right. sure what the cause is this summer, but I'm sure it'll be something good. Yeah, I was really bummed because last time we recorded, I wanted, I had heard the rumor about this. But uh, I didn't know if it was completely true, and I wanted to talk about it on the show. Of we course, should have now. broke it on Twitter. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't. Cred. I know we could have got some cred there. Well, I'll put it out there that I also heard rumored that it was Kid Rock or potentially Keith Urban, country star. But along the same lines, I mean, Keith Urban's rocking it pretty good, you know, these days with his music, his country music. So, ah. Uh, you know, I, I would be surprised if he came here as well. But then again, uh, for, yeah, I don't know, but that'd uh, be cool too, though. I'd, I don't uh, know any of his tunes. Yeah, I mean, for you know, I'm not a like I said, I'm not a big country fan, but that that dude can play the guitar. He mm-hmm. can rock out pretty good on his on his concerts. He really rocks uh, his guitar pretty hard. So he'd be cool to see in concert. But hey, I was surprised Kid Rock's coming. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. How are we doing on time now, John? Well, we're you know what I cheated before I I, I, I clicked the button and oh, no one oh. knew that yeah, we actually yeah, this whole transition. We were we were gonna end up. You're gonna tell me that this wasn't even recording. That's why I said all those stupid things about kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's okay. Sorry, it's my no, no. We we have some other good stuff. Did you want to do the LED light stuff now? I think that's apropos or no? Would you rather? No, no, that's local? fine. We can jump into um, it. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, this this came out. What we were just hanging out. It was a couple weekends ago. We had a guys' night. We were just drinking some brews, talking about whatever. And someone brought up the idea or fact of, you know, hey, is it just me or does it seem like 
the stars seem brighter lately. Right. Over this, you know, these past few months. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to talking and, you know, our correspondent, Brian, who's been on our show before, he said, well, hey, you know, it's probably because they've switched out all these LED lights. And, and now we're talking Peru right now because we were in Peru at the time. And right. Most of the people who were there were from Peru. Peru. Uh, but, yeah, that's what he brought up. He's like, well, it's probably because they switched out all these lights to the incandescent lights to LED lights. And like, yeah, that makes makes sense. That's uh, I don't know if people out there have noticed this, but I sure have. I know looking up at the stars, they just seem really bright lately. Uh, and I know we didn't get an exact number, but it's definitely in the hundreds of lights that have been changed out in Peru to these new LED style lights. And so that they they provide like the same amount of light on the ground, but they don't block out as much of the skylight. Or you know, like the stars and planets and whatever else is up there. That's our. That's what we're saying. They <clears throat> they, they don't wash out as much of the sky or something. Right. Well, I think you can recognize incandescent lights when you're just driving into a town, like or not even just approaching a town at nighttime. I think we've all seen, you know, in the distance, you can see that glow, that orange glow in the air. Right. Right, right. above a town, and so that's what we're talking about here. That glow is the noise, uh, the light pollution that's caused by all these lights. Um, and the LED lights, I'm looking at a webpage here that I posted on the dock. It's the, it's called Are LEDs the Solution for Light Pollution? It talks about how LED lights decrease the lighting levels. So it does bring them down a little bit, the, the light level down just a little bit. But more important, it, it brings the up light down, which... You know, it's especially noticeable in like parking lots where there's just lots of light that are shining up into the air where they'll have like a light that's not really covered all around it. Mm-hmm. It's just just broadcasting its light everywhere so that like you can just imagine half that light's going to be shooting up into the air, just wasted light. So LEDs are targeted down. So there's less of that direct light going up. They also, what is it here? Trespass light is unwanted light that enters people's property, so it decreases that, and it also decreases glare, too. So, I don't know. know, There's lots of stats on this, although the the stats, if you start searching into this, there's some some weird stuff out there. Uh, It's not consistent, but I found a few good sources here that pretty much all say, yeah, you know, you switch your lights out to LEDs, it's going to bring the light pollution down. But at a cost. I mean, these things are expensive. Right. They are. They're probably... Do you have any idea how much more they are than a regular streetlight or... You know, I did... I got one site here that's... If this is... If I'm looking at the right thing, this bulb, this this light tube that replaces a 32-watt T8 fluorescent bulb is like $127. Now, I think this is a streetlight, but... I mean, I guess to put it in perspective, if you go to your Home Depot or Menards at Christmas time and you're looking to buy some Christmas lights, you look at your standard lights versus your LED lights mm-hmm. and what? It's going to be like five times more expensive Oh yeah, to buy the LEDs. So I'm sure that's kind of on the same level maybe. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get a little help on that one. but Either way, it's still a good thing because they use a lot less power and... And they don't pollute the sky. I mean, so you can see more stars at night. So that's always cool. I love it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I've been 
and, and going, we, we talked about it before, you know, that Google Sky app that's out there. This is really, I've used that app a lot more lately just because I can see more now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, because I'm seeing more lights and more potential constellations, it's like, oh, now pull out that phone app. There's the few that I knew, like the Big Dipper. We all know the Big Dipper and Orion, but I'm starting to discover other ones, although I can't think of any at the top of my head. Right. That's neat, though. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Town of Peru, since I'm a Peru resident. Thank you for installing these lights. And to people in LAD, they may have noticed the same thing, because apparently in LAD they've been switching out these lights. So hopefully for you, Clayton, they'll, they'll get on the bandwagon over in Ottawa here. Ah, uh, yeah. I Sure. And all the surrounding towns. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I we'll see though. I don't. You I don't know. A... I, they might already have them over here. As far as I, I, I don't really. I don't sit out much. I don't sit outside too much because I don't really have a, a yard. No matter where I go, I looking. It seems like I'm looking at someone else's place, which is, you know, I don't know, wears on you after a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I do know there's a streetlight right outside of my house, and I did notice uh, within the last year. That it changed appearance. Mm-hmm. I didn't put two and two together that uh, actually they changed them to LED lights, but it was a noticeable difference. But I didn't notice it being less bright. Actually, I noticed it. It looks pretty darn bright, but um, as bright as it seems, I can still see the stars very clearly. So this stuff about these things having less light pollution seems pretty true. I mean, just from my own experience, I can confirm firsthand mm-hmm. experience. Right. That's good. I think it's neat. I mean, I... so go LED lights. We support you <laughs> wholeheartedly. You know, Anything else that we needed to hit on, John? Well, you well, know what? Before we go, since we're talking about stuff we support, we don't have this in our doc, but I, I have been going off the. Let's see, letting my social media, social whatever. I can't talk. Sorry, I've been putting a lot of crap on social media stuff regarding. Pay to hike. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Good call. We we didn't even have that on there. No. So. And we took so some people are pissed at you, right? Or they don't like your they don't like the cut of your jib. You know, people haven't been too rude towards the comments I put on there, so I appreciate that. You know what? Let's take a quick break, and then maybe we'll follow up on this. Yeah, good idea. Let's see if I can find some music. I don't know if I'm going to have local music yet or not. I'm working on that, but. Uh, oh, yeah. we are, aren't we? I'm working on that. Yeah, it's gonna we're gonna get it, but. Uh, We're taking a break. Let's take a break. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you for listening to that music. Yes. Hope it was nice. Yes. Uh, so 
pay to play at the state parks. We kind of both kind of come out. Did we talk about it on the last episode where we didn't seem too appalled by it? We actually think we were. Pr- I, <laughs> I would say we stamped it with Ivy Pod's approval, right. and we we don't normally do that. Right. Well, what is it? What are they thinking? Twenty five bucks for the year. That's the price I've seen out right. there so okay. far. Yeah. What did you pay? Did, when you were down, did you do anything when you were in in Tampa Bay area or wherever you were, or, or did you go to any resorts? Um, I did. Or, uh, I went to. Know, theme parks I, yeah i went to bush garden how much was that that was not cheap okay. at all right uh for one day it was like friggin' 75 bucks for one person right so i mean we're talking big dough I, and I, then we went to i bet they didn't have the dells area <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they didn't have matheson park crammed in there did they no no they did not they had some neat stuff but they did not have that right uh, I did went. I went to a like a gator park oh, cool. where they have just house gators. But even that, you know, that wasn't cheap. Right. That was like twelve bucks just to to go through something that so didn't. For twenty five bucks, you much. get a family membership, right? Pretty much, like your car or whatever. It, it, we don't know the details yet. Again. Yeah, they haven't quite released. They've just been kind of putting out ideas so far. And but I think you're right. I think it's like a a car pass. I think is what they're leaning towards. And uh, but twenty five bucks for your car for the year and they've and you know we've talked about it on the last show we said well you know if this money is going to go towards some freaking highway uh, up in chicago or something like that well yeah that's kind of i don't know about that that's totally different case but everything that they've put out there so far like the different news reporters that have been doing stories on these and uh, the public people who have been saying stuff about this stuff Mm -hmm. They've all been saying that the money that they're going to collect is going to go right back into the parks or, you know, back into that. They're keeping it with it. You know, it may not go directly to Starve Rock. It might help out some of the other parks around the state. But from from everything that they've said so far, they're not going to be using this money to to help pay down the, you know, the debt of the state. They're just using it to help support the parks. Right. I don't think it'll hurt. I don't think it'll hurt the uh, attendance at the parks. I don't think it. If anything, it'll help them bring more jobs around. I mean, they'll be able to take better care of the trails and that. And and if you're going to complain, and if if the number's right, if it's anywhere from twenty five to forty dollars a year, and you're a local resident and you go out there a couple times a year, don't you feel like that's money well spent? I I do. I mean, yeah. we've already been through it, so we don't need to hammer it out. But I mean, everybody who complains, oh, we get taxed to death. You know, those are probably the same. I was going to say something mean. The same people that were out buying their Mega Millions tickets last week, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. And yeah. who knows where that money's going? You know, oh, it goes to the schools. Well, what percent? At least we know this money's going towards the parks. Hopefully, I mean, I guess you can't really trust anyone when it comes to that stuff. But yeah, and I just I get upset about this. And I got that's probably why I was posting so much stuff about it. Just because to me. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Star of Rock's one of the coolest things Illinois Valley has. Right. So, and and I've seen. I got. I got. I got a little sarcastic. I usually try not to do the sarcasm on Facebook because it's usually not a good thing to do. Because it's just not good. Just don't do it. But I did get a little sarcastic because a guy posted on there something about, oh, we need to petition Star of Rock for a year, and I was like, no, no, you don't do that. No. Come on. And then you're going to – it's one of the best things we have in, the, in in this area. And you're going to, you know, you want to petition it. And everybody's complaining because there's a lot of local businesses that are going out 
Pe- you know, petition. And now you're saying, what oh, let's mean? just petition. Petition, like have don't go. Oh, you know, yeah, oh, just don't go. Don't pay. Boycott, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I mean put it simply. The beauty too is I don't think people realize the number of people from out of state that probably come and visit that would they don't know any different, and they're going to pay the seven dollar daily fee, or if they're going to be here for a couple of days, they'll pay the thirty six bucks for the year, and they wouldn't even blink an eye because most other states charge so. Yeah, the over 2 million people that came to Starve Rock, uh, you know, a f- tiny little fraction of that number was local residents. Right. That's why everybody you know, who the, falls is from out of, well, out of the area. Well, yeah, statistically, yeah, yes, they are. Right. Uh, and luckily, you know, there was actually that recent story. That girl fell in. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for her. She survived, mm-hmm. and they got her out of there. But, uh, yeah, you know, to the town of Utica. Oh, what would happen to the town of Utica and all those jobs? Well, we talked about that if, bridge, too, so that's another Star Rock-related yeah. issue, kind of off-topic here. but I mean, a lot of people, workers, town, uh, businesses, towns depend on Star Rock. So, come on, people. Don't be, don't be such a whiners. <laughs> yeah, come on. <clears throat> and if you only but, go a couple times a year, just buck up and pay the seven or eight bucks and enjoy the park. I, you know, and we talked about it last time where I said, you know, sometimes when you give something away from free, people don't see the value in it. So Right. Yeah, that's you know, true. Now you'll appreciate it a little more. Whiners. So. Well, we are in the minority, at least when you're looking at the Facebook crowds, because right. they are. Yeah. They are, I think most people probably are indifferent, and then there's the loudmouths that are tight asses, don't want to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I see it. Yeah. Partly, well. Partially, but speaking of recreation, I, I think we're, we're done with that topic, eh? Sure. Okay. Um, frisbee golf. So you want to talk about a sport where you don't have to pay to play? It's free. Just Sweet. Golf. Sign me up. Yeah. There's a course in Ottawa. I know they have one at the college, and I didn't even know that until I started doing a little bit of uh, research on it. They just built one like, maybe two years ago at IVCC, and then they're thinking about building a course in Streeter. Disc golf is uh, just like it sounds. Instead of hitting a ball with a club, you throw a Frisbee, essentially, and where your Frisbee lands, you throw it again, and then the hole essentially is a basket with a um, pipe that's run into the ground that the basket's mounted on, and then there's a, a halo that sits over the top of it that has over the top of the basket that has chains that hang down and you hit the disc into the chains and it falls into the basket and that's how you make make it into the hole you know to talk about ball golf yeah the picture i saw on that article you posted on our doc it looked like kind of looked like a just a basketball hoop with chains Mm -hmm. but it had a another ring underneath that right i had never either i just didn't notice these things before when i've come across them or what? And I just didn't know what they were and didn't think twice. Right. And there's actually a tournament coming up on April 15th at Pine Hills Golf Club. They've had a tournament there before. And it's, it's you know, you pay to play. Like, there's actually professional United States Disc Golf Association events. There's people that play it professionally. They have world championships, state championships, tournaments all over the place. There's a kid, uh, He's a, well, he's a grown man from Ottawa named Dana Vici, who won the Joliet Invitational last week. They had an article on Yahoo about him. He, and he's the guy that I knew who I, he was in classes when I was at ISU that I was a grad assistant for, but he is a prof- like professional. Like he gets paid 
to while well, he he gets flown around the country to go and play in these events it's really really neat and actually you know you can win money if you're really good or whatever but apparently it's a it's a very popular sport in a lot of areas and it's growing so and it, what's really nice about it unlike ball golf uh, which i love that how they call it that yeah, you yeah you corrected me when we were talking about well, it before. I, I, yeah, I get a kick out of it, the lingo. But the, it's free to go and play. So if you if you live here, like in Ottawa, there's a course. You know, if you're within a bicycling bicycling distance of it, I mean, you can go. If you're a kid, grab your discs and go play for free. I mean, it doesn't cost anything, and I think that's great. And it and it can. It's not like the space is exclusive. I mean, if you have a golf course, that's all you can really do there is golf. Well, you could use these disc golf courses. I mean, I know down in Bloomington they had, well, actually it was the town of Normal Park District had a big 18-hole disc golf course that they had cross-country on. And they had, you know, other stuff, but it was also as, it was just disc golf too. So it was really neat. I'd recommend it, you know, just, you know. And you said that the rules are identical otherwise you know to to regular golf oh it's very similar um i there's other details and i i've only done it i've only played you know maybe 15 or 20 times the distances are greater right i mean you're not taught or or are they about the same it depends probably a little bit less i mean they're not going to go 500 yards i mean 1500 feet but I mean, I saw that in the article that they actually go by feet instead of yards. Right. And guys like, can actually throw. I mean, there's guys out there that can throw. I think records are around 800 feet. So I mean, geez. could you imagine? I can't imagine throwing a, a disc 100 yards, uh, let alone you know 600 feet. I mean, 200 yards. And there's guys out there throwing them 800. So so do you just carry around a little bag, just like yeah. Yeah, they have like just with all the different discs in it. They have special uh, bags just to carry your discs. You have special discs just for putting. You have like mid-range discs. You have discs that are going to break right to left. Ones that are for right to left, I think. And you know, um, yeah, there's, you have special driving discs. You have you can throw all different kinds of ways. You can throw kind of like sidearm. You can throw uh, like a hammer throw, like which is overhand throws. And mm-hmm. there's a whole. Yeah, it's a it's a sport. I mean, it's a full blown sport that people get into and train and you know work work at practice at. You can buy a portable nets and practice your putting when you're at home. You know, I mean, it's 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 interesting. And I actually just went on our our IV Pod Twitter page, and you can read the story about <clears throat> the local guy Dana from Ottawa who who won just recently at a tournament in Joliet. You can read the story about him that was on Yahoo. So it's actually oh. you know pretty neat so very good mm-hmm. that's on twitter yes on our twitter page if you look i did the uh he won a 2012 uh disc golf triple a first flight tournament um and it was it was a, a story that made it onto yahoo.com which is a local yahoo sports thing so yeah pretty neat pretty neat yeah and you mentioned that they're bringing possible i saw back in march looks like march 19th there's a story on the Ottawa Times, a nine or eighteen hole. You know, it was kind of a question mark. It looks like they weren't completely sure if it was going to go in or not. They're trying to raise, looks like 10, 10 G's for an eighteen hole course. But uh, I should have read this article beforehand. I'll have to follow up on this, whether or not they're actually going to get their course or not. 
Yeah, I, I, well, they're gonna they're gonna get nine, I think for sure. It's just whether they have the money to do the eighteen holes. Oh, okay, gotcha. But gotcha. It's pretty neat. I, I, you know, and it's it's a lot of people want to poke fun at it. It is. I mean, it is. It's well, if you look at regular golf, I mean, it's as silly as could be. So is disc golf. I mean, you're chasing a frisbee around instead of a little ball, but it's a hell of a lot cheaper. And you get, you know, uh, and actually the tournament that they're having at Pine Hills Golf Course, which is on the south side of Ottawa here, uh, they actually have carts. They're using carts. It's on the golf course, you know. Uh, pretty neat. I mean, it's 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 a growing thing, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see or hear a little more about it as we get, you know, go into the future here. I guess, uh, yeah. It's something guess... to just go try. And the beauty of it, too, is you could teach uh, an 8-year-old kid to a 75-year-old man, and, and you could even probably, if you were in a wheelchair, you could probably still play, you know, as long as the course were accessible, if you had a place, you know what I mean? It's not, it's it's such an easy concept to 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 do that anybody could do it, you know? Yeah, I, I guess, I've always thought, because I heard about Frisbee golf, or there I go again, disc golf, sorry, yeah. did it again, <laughs> heard about it back in college, and I guess as a person who played ball golf uh, growing up, I just kind of had this negative association with it. Like it just didn't seem, yeah, like that had hippie association or something like that. I don't know. So I guess maybe that's kind of what people have that. Well, so maybe we'll we'll get some discs sometime and go out and just maybe go down to Ivy because it looked like their course was actually really neat because it was in the woods or somewhat neat and give it a give it a whirl. I think you'd get a kick out of it. I would. That sounds good to me. I'd love to. And with that, we should take a little break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Neat. So, is there anything else to talk about there with that frizz? There I go again. Disc golf. Disc golf. I don't think so. Um, it's just that there. I mean, if you do want to check it out, um, just go check out like the U, um, USDGA. I think United States Disc Golf Association. There's all kinds of stuff on YouTube, and they are having the tournament this year on April, in April at the at the golf course here in Ottawa. So. You know, maybe if you are a disc golf player, you can, they have um, amateurs that you can register to play in it. You get to ride in a golf course, and you know, probably have some beers or whatever, and play some disc golf. So, yeah, check it out. Um, I'm going to be curious to see. I, I got invited to join them and actually go and uh, ride along with one of the guys, so I might do that. So maybe yeah, I'll have an update luck. in a couple of weeks on how it how it is. Well, yes. Do some investigative reporting for us, please. Yeah, and maybe we can get someone on. I don't know. if if Maybe not. We kind of already hit on it, so I don't know how much we have to beat it. But um, On a related know. note, I got to go golfing in Florida, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hit it into a pond, and there was a gator in it. Really? So I didn't try to get that ball. No? You, you let it go? <laughs> yeah. I donated uh, that one. I heard those those gators ain't nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Let's stay away from them. It was pretty cool, though. I enjoyed it. It was the first time I golfed in, like, three years. So. Really? I only golfed once last year. Yeah. So 
It's sad because well, I was good at it. Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, you're very good, and, and I, it's a fun, great game to play. I love playing it, but I just, uh, just I shot, haven't I got I around shot, to it. I think I shot like a 48 on nine holes last year, and I was happy with that, and I didn't really need to push it. I was like, ah, that's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> pretty good. I didn't putt very well. I was like, I was hitting the driver kind of straight. I was like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to go again. This is fine. I'm all right. No, I might have gone twice. I don't even remember, but <laughs> ho-hum. Uh, so, so we pretty much hit on all of our main topics. Yeah, we flew uh, through that pretty good. Yeah, we did. It, so we can get into our podcast stuff. And I, I, one of the shows that I like to talk about all the time is the This American Life. And they had a couple, a, a string of epi- or one episode that was really interesting because it actually was somewhat controversial, um, where they were sort of retracted an episode that aired earlier this year, and which is unique. Yeah, right. I usually think I think of that show as being ironclad with their research. Mm-hmm. So to have them retract something because they found out something wasn't true, or there was fabricated information in their podcast is quite shocking actually so i'll to give a give everybody kind of if you haven't heard about what happened back in beginning of january uh the episode was released on january 8th probably <clears throat> aired that weekend they had an episode called mr daisy and the apple factory well mr daisy's name is mike daisy he's a big mac fan who actually traveled to china uh, china and started investigating the factory conditions of where apple products are made and he did a little bit of – he took some liberties with the storyline and actually brought it back to the United States and sort of started doing like a one-man stage show where he talked about the the hardships um, and some of the conditions and how young the workers were and all kinds of stuff with the people that were working in the factories. Well, you know, This American Life sort of saw this and, and sort of did their own investigating and pretty much found that most of the stuff that Mr. Daisy had talked about in – in his show and, and, and written about was accurate and turned it into an episode of this American life. Like they like to do. And, uh, it turns out that uh, some of the information that he, he said in his show and, and on the, this American life episode was false. So they actually held a special episode just to retract everything that was brought up in that episode. So it took them three months, but they got it right. So maybe the apple factory isn't as bad as initially they made it sound. Is that that was my take on it? So you said you you read an article about it. I think I probably read the same thing. What did you take away from it? Just kind of surprise uh, the fact that, like I mentioned before, that they actually picked this up and put it out there before they checked out some of this information. I mean, they were. He had said that in his his show that you know he met people who their hand was crushed by a machine that made the iPads or. And there were other people who were being poisoned by some of the chemicals that were being used. Neurotoxins. Some, some major claims there. Right. So Thirteen-year-olds working there, even though he said that he met some 13-year-olds, but he didn't necessarily know for sure because he never actually verified their age. He just went on how they looked. Right. So, And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not positive. I'm assuming he was a white man. Um, and it's been proven, and I'm not saying anything. I don't want to ruffle any feathers here, but when you see people from other races, we have a hard time telling ages and stuff. Am I, and maybe I shouldn't say that, but it's true. Like maybe a, a Chinese girl who's 18 or 19 might look younger to him because, well, he doesn't live in China. 
I guess no, that's it's, what I'm I think to it's say. a completely fair so statement he, to make. So, so he he just assumed that they were young kids when uh, he didn't and he didn't necessarily see their ID or anything. Yeah, he didn't prove it. And yeah, exactly. Right. So, so and it, he 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 also was um, he brought it back and started doing a stage show, like a dramatic sort of performance piece. And so he was, you know, in his instance, what he did with it was sort of took liberties to make his show more entertaining, more dramatic. When this American Life does it, they prefer that the journalism and the reporting that's done on the story be as accurate as possibly can be and be 100% true. And they sort of got duped a little bit. And I think this guy actually kind of knew when he was working with this American Life that he sort of, there was a possibility that he could get found out and maybe some of the stuff that he said was either exaggerated or completely false. So yeah. it was an interesting, interesting uh, take. So I think ultimately it should be a, a good thing for that podcast because now they'll be forced to you know, do a little bit more. Right. Why they put well, something out, though. And a lot of people, they would have just maybe issued some sort of apology and moved on. Well, they turned it into an episode. I think that you got to commend them for that, too. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they took it. They took a story that could have been totally embarrassing and said, like, well, what happened? Let's make a story out of this. And they did, and they did a really good job of it. I recommend it. So, I mean, the two episodes are um, episode 454 and then episode 460. So... If you and I think you can listen on their website, probably thisamericanlife.org or whatever it is. So pretty interesting. I'm, I'm always such a big fan. They got a new episode out this weekend that I haven't listened to yet. So something to look forward to uh, this week. I'd say for me, I've I have listened to a few more podcasts lately. Yeah, but again, it's kind of like the the usuals. Nothing too new. Mm-hmm. Can't say. Uh, I'm trying to scan through here to see if there's anything. That I listened to that was very exciting. Not really. Do you have anything new? I think we've, it's the same as usual, pretty settled in our, our shows. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, um, the the uh, Stuff You Should Know guys had, had how music sampling works. I haven't had a chance to listen, but I'm interested in that one. Neat, um, neat. Yeah. Uh, Mark oh. Marin had on uh, Michael Sarah. That oh, that'd actually- be good pretty good interview he's a canadian so that was interesting the uh hypothetical help podcast has come back after like a three-month stint of oh it's kind of like us yeah they're just like us yeah <laughs> like oh we didn't really yeah okay the new episode for you is um i've been enjoying all the adam carolla stuff from him being on celebrity apprentice i know we talked about it a while ago but him and pendulette Pendulette now has a, a podcast. On right, you mentioned Pearls. that on the last one, I think. Yeah, that was, it's been pretty interesting listening to him. But I, I really enjoy Pendulette's show. I get a kick out of it. Um, he has an interesting sort of take. Otherwise, I mean, the usual I've been listening to. Nothing nothing, uh, nothing else too new, I guess. So There's a new one that I've been wanting to check out. Uh, it's another Frog Pants Network podcast. And I'm, jeez, what is it? Uh... I'm going to have to look this up real quick. You know what? We might have to just forget this. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I got it. Here it is. It's um. There's a new podcast. I'm going to have to edit this because I. this is that moment. We always have that moment where we don't know what we're talking about. Neither of us talk for uh, more than 30 seconds. I'm going to move on because I don't okay. know what I'm talking about. All I know is it's a podcast where they... It's a movie podcast where they talk about nothing but hit shows and their pilot episodes. Uh, I don't know. And their first one was about the Star Trek. 
the original oh. series, uh, and then the the original pilot for that series, which didn't have uh, William Shatner in it. If you didn't know that, little piece of trivia. No, I, I Had a different dude. That. Yeah, their first pilot did not have him in it. So let's move on because I am yeah. pulling stuff out of my ASS. Um, I don't really have anything else in the way of podcasts. I, I, you know, my phone's my phone. I haven't really done too much. Fantasy baseball's starting up, drafting. The regular baseball's already started last week, but regular season, the main season, they had the games in Japan, but the uh, Cubs, what, they start on Thursday or whatever, and uh, I'm pretty yep. excited. Yep. Not a whole lot else going on. I, I I think we're about done, actually. Yeah, my I mentioned it last time, and as uh, as one of the most downloaded things ever, the new Angry Birds is out. I don't know if you played it, but uh, it is no. pretty cool. Is it? It's worth checking out. It's uh, it's uh, it's Angry Birds space. They've added some cool effects with gravity and stuff. So it's it's fun. I can say I played it a little bit. My kids played it a lot. Cool. <laughs> what else? Oh, you know what? I was going to mention real quick. There is a Website, I am going to post this because it was PC Magazine's 100 top websites of 2010. Ivy Pod was one? No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, number ahead. one. Oh, okay. Go no, ahead. I was going to post this just because it's interesting because I've, for the most part, all of these websites, I have never heard of them at all. And it's really interesting just because we know we got so accustomed now to all the new apps and all the new games on your phone mm-hmm. and stuff for your phone. You know, there's still lots of neat new stuff out there for so on the web. Posted it? I'm PC gonna, Mag? Yeah, it's a PC, the top 100 websites of 2010. I don't know if they've done one yet for 2011. Uh, oh, it's but, 2012 uh, now, but okay. I know, I know. That's why I found this. I'm sure there's a new article for 2011, so I'll, I'll see if I can find that and post it. But it's interesting. Uh, I know as a parent, uh, it introduced me to a website called kiddios.com, which filters through YouTube. On finds all the kid stuff because, you know, there's a lot of crap on YouTube. So it was kind of nice from my point of view to have something that actually went ahead and filtered all that out. Do you stream Netflix still? No, not anymore. I let it go. I have a special kids. um, Now when you sign in, you can sign in to just the kids. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Very neat. Oh, and and that that Kiddios thing. So for people, iPhone users, since I'm always so Android, pro Android, I'll be nice. There is an Kiddios iPhone app. So for all you parents out there who let their kids play with their your fancy smartphones, Kiddios uh, app for the iPhone might be worth checking out. Neat. That's all I got. I think that I'm, is all I'm I got. Gone, man, I am. I am. I'm smoked. I had a uh, a fantasy baseball draft before this. I think I held up pretty well. I got my guys. I got Prince Fielder and I got um, Troy Tulowitzki. And CC Sabathia, so I'm ready to go with that. And I think we rocked a pretty decent episode. So good deal. Uh, thanks to big thanks to Dreamwave for some of the uh, promos and the Twitter and Facebook sphere. After our last podcast, they put out some stuff about us, so I appreciate that. If anybody's listening, thank you, Dreamwave. Uh, we got a comment on our Podbean site. I didn't uh, from Lucid. Uh, we're not going to go into this at the moment, but he had some suggestions about uh, some show topics for uh, Star of Rock murders. So this is pretty cool. I'll have to do some do some research on that. But thanks to that, thanks to everybody who's liked our stuff on Facebook and retweeted our stuff on Twitter, and 
thank you for all that. Uh, Ivy Pod is the Facebook Ivy Podcast on Twitter. Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast on Google Plus. Mail at ivypod.com is our email. That's about it for me. Yeah, I'm done. I'll see you. Uh, see you when I see you. I guess. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.